I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Join us always by my co-host, Karen. And we are live on a Monday, ready, no, Tuesday, ready to do some podcasting. Find us everywhere you find podcasts. You know what it is. Bing, bing, bong, bong. Click some things. Leave that five-star review. Gang, gang. Uh, comments, everything in the show notes is how you get in contact with us. It's right there. Follow us on the YouTubes. You know, the, the all that stuff. Leave the reviews. It's, 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 it's what we want. It's what we need. Okay? That's mm-hmm. why we do this. <laughs> the official weapon of the show is... Phone chill. And the unofficial sport. Bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Bullet ball extreme. Uh, all right, Karen. Um, you know how it is. If you got any banter, do you want to? Do you have any banter? Today? I don't have any today. Okay. All right. I only got a little bit of banter, but I'll okay. I'll go ahead and get right in. Uh, get it right into it with some. Well, I got to play some music first, I guess. <laughs> It's only a little quick banter. Um, the only thing is, uh, the smarter the appliances get, the dumber I feel when it's time to fix them. Like, <laughs> I don't know why, but the smart printers be kicking my ass. And it's just, it's oh, like, dang. there's so many things that come with the smart printer now, especially if you mm-hmm. had a Wi-Fi one like we have. Mm-hmm. And the you know, it is why won't it print? Oh, you gotta be on this Wi-Fi. You gotta do this first. Yeah, why disconnect? Why my right. computer can't find it? Why reconnect the network? It, reconnect it with the cord <laughs> yes, bitch. to the computer, then run the troubleshoot program. And mm-hmm. you know, HP has a pretty good like run the troubleshoot program thing. And I'm trying to print out everybody's labels for, you know, I'm yeah. mailing y'all's cars today. Yeah, we're getting them out. You know, trying to anyway. And uh, it turned into like an ordeal because I thought I'll just come in here with my labels, print them out, stick Mm -hmm. them on the envelopes. Here we go. Right. Like you normally do. Yeah. And instead it was like I copied and pasted everybody's, you know, mailing addresses. uh, And and hey, 95 percent of y'all did a great job on that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. You make my job easier when you send it in the actual way that the mailing address was tied to us as kids. Yes. So it can go on an envelope. The other ones, which all in these run-on sentences and commas and shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Bane of my existence. But I'm printing out, and then I'm, like, everything printed except, like, uh, one or two lines of each address at the top didn't print. <gasps> but then at the bottom, it would print, and, like, it was just weird. And I printed several. I wasted, like, two pages of labels trying to figure it out. Then I used a regular sheet. That didn't work. I'm like, okay, let me run the troubleshooter. It's like, all right, you need to print a page. If it don't print, then you need to scan the page so we can see if it printed right. If that don't work, run the program that says clean the ink uh, cartridges. And then run another program that says clean another part of the printer. And then clean this. <laughs> and then you can run a deep clean. You can run the a fuck deep is clean. A deep clean. And then it, after you run the deep clean, it print out another page. All the pages still look the same, no matter how many of these fucking 
troubleshooting program. What does it actually do? It feels like a placebo. And then I start getting all paranoid and shit. I'm like, see, these motherfucking smart printers with they motherfucking, like, you know, everything's Wi-Fi, everything's on the web. You even It, it automatically sends you new ink cartridges based on how much you use each month and all this mm-hmm. shit. So I'm like, this motherfucker is doing what Apple did. They shut my printer down early. Ain't nothing wrong with this printer. <laughs> right. I don't use it. Right. They, right. They don't even do an update. Like, like, what the fuck is this? I use the printer two times a year to do my taxes and to send y'all motherfucking cards. Yep, There's no reason <laughs> that this shit shouldn't work every time I touch right, it. Right, because we barely use it. And so um, I ran all the programs that still weren't printing right. And finally, at a bit of desperation, I just went, fuck it. Uh, no matter what it's telling me, because it's like, you got good enough color and good enough black ink you should be fine i'm like well it's not printing fine so it's not something's wrong Mm -hmm. and i noticed that the black was a little light in some areas and stuff so i said fuck it i'm driving up the office depot the old-fashioned way a brick and mortar (laughs) i don't know why when every time i go get some i'm like can we go to the kinkos i forgot kinkos don't even exist no more i feel super old (laughs) everything's kinkos to me yeah so i go to the brick and mortar store of office depot or something like that go in find the you know i gotta buy some more labels because i wasted two pages of labels and then i gotta find like some uh you know the ink and i get the 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 ink everything now is like in plastic i guess y'all be still in ink because ink is more expensive than the printers yes because because we there have been times in the past where the ink was so expensive we're like fuck it let's just buy another printer like right. this shit don't make sense so i guess people still in ink or some shit because it was it took for it was like everything was locked up like it was a black cvs just a, yes all the hair products like it was a cvs in a black part of town where they was like no you niggas steal toothpaste here yeah um no, how do we know because you black no grease for you right and so i you know, check out, buy everything. I realized I don't have my wallet. Pay with Apple Pay. Shout out to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mrs. Fan was wrong on that one. But um, <laughs> they got Google I gave him props yesterday, but this time it was Apple Pay. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. They, got Samsung pay too. they took care of me. Um, but yeah, so they went ahead and uh, I bought my uh, my ink. I get back home. Oh, and I go to the, I ask the lady, is this the right ink? And she's like, she had she didn't look too certain, but she said, yeah. Okay. And yeah, I said, okay, I hope she's right, because right. if not, I guess I got to drive back up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I get to put the ink in. Keep in mind, I don't know if this will work, because the fucking smart, the all the, the programs it ran, the smart fucking printer been telling me I got more than enough ink. <laughs> I should be fine. Put the ink in. It starts working. It's fixed. <laughs> Why did it just tell you to replace the ink? All I'm saying is, this is what I used to do before the smart printer. Except the dumb printer didn't bother with all these checks and shit. It just would be like, mm, I'm not printing right. Good luck. <laughs> yes. It'd be like, mm, I guess we're going to do great today. I don't know what to tell you. Right. You know, and and, and with the with the dumb printer, you better have enough. Even though you're painting in black, you better have enough color, too. It's like, well, bitch, I'm, I'm not doing anything. You ain't got enough color. But it's black. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Rudgy be a bitch. Work with it. <laughs> so, so then I get done, you know, like with the dumb printer, what I would have done, I would have actually saved an hour. Because I wouldn't have spent an hour running stupid-ass tests and shit right. to be like, maybe if you clean. <laughs> I would have said, oh, it's out of ink. And I would have yes. just went to the store, That'd got some ink, first been back in 10 minutes, printing everybody's shit. Y'all be in the mail right now. Instead, I wasted a fucking hour and some change <laughs> doing tests and then going and, and, and all this stuff. 
to fix it the same way. And then they sent me, they had the fucking nerve after that <laughs> to send me an email being like, hey, um, it looks like you're using not the ink that we mail you um, and that you shouldn't do that because it's harder for us to keep track of how much ink you need. And I'm like, my ass, you could even, you weren't keeping track just now. I was out. You, you failed me. You let me down. (laughs) You let me down. So now you want to be smart again. Now you want to hit me up. Hey, big head. It's too late. (laughs) It's too fucking late. (laughs) Oh, but they did recognize that it wasn't the same. Right. Because they could charge me for some like, Hey, you know, we're not going to make no money. Use Mm -hmm. some different ink that we didn't give you. Get the hell out of my face. (laughs) All right, we can get into Sound the Sound like you took that personally. I did take it personally. <laughs> uh, we, can, we can try to get into some news. DFW Airport says we can expect self-service TSA checkpoints within the year. Which one? Just Dallas, Dallas? I'm assuming that's... Dallas-Fort Worth? Yes. We are really getting into some we, weird territory here. Yeah. Because what is the point of TSA if I can do it myself? <laughs> Wasn't the whole point of TSA like we were scared that terrorism was going to happen mm-hmm. somehow mm-hmm. and if we would just make everybody take off their shoes, mm-hmm. it would work out? But now we're automating stuff and so at such a gra- fast rate and we're, and we're not valuing labor, getting cutting costs as much as possible. Is it really just going to be like one TSA person walking, watching the self-service and the self-service kiosk is going to tell you, like, go back through the thing. All right, grab your own nuts. All right, go through your own hair. This, this right here is going to be a fucking mess. We can't even handle people putting bananas on the scales like there's mm-hmm. a big thing where they're going niggas is stealing what do you think people like pe- guns and shit that shit gonna pass through because y'all are actually counting on a machine to do a job that a person might have to do and it's gonna be like mm, you good mm, you good I, I, the, you know the camera gonna be like i don't see it and you you know it's gonna take somebody fucking up on fucking somebody up on an airplane for somebody to go you know what we don't need to be doing this right people still like stuff from the automated checkout in the store already right people are always tricking and doing weird shit also it's never as efficient as you think Mm -mm. because when you see somebody basically doing self-checkout they are becoming the cashier and they don't work there so now all of a sudden where it's It's twice i don't know what number the oranges go under i okay i need to show someone my id for the alcohol except now you're moving it to airport where every second of transportation matters and it's not going to go smooth as just everybody walks through. It's, I guarantee you're going to make people literally, you know, frisk themselves. Yeah, and on top of that, all you're going to do is cause thousands of people to miss their fucking flights now. 
because it's not that funny. It's uh, particularly at some of the larger airports during certain times of the year. And, and even here in Charlotte, we're a hub. So we have like hundreds of thousands of people sometimes that could go in and out through this airport within a day. So now, you know, at some airports, you know, depending on they're like, yeah, get here two hours in advance, three hours in advance p- prior to your flight. And, and this is even not even domestic. You know, you leave outside of the United States, they already tell you that anyway. But so now you're going to have people going through the airport and now all of a sudden fucking missed their flight because they're trying to do a self-checkout. Was going, eh, eh, eh. And you know how to do it. Eh, eh, do it again. Eh, eh. Uh, we can't read that. Eh, eh, eh. We don't know what we're looking at. And you're well, like, you know what? Fuck you and fuck this. And it already does that when TSA is there. Now, that being said, I do think Karen is going to come around on this. Okay? I think she's anti this right now. <laughs> but I think it's a very easy sell because the manager of the screening at the speed, it's called screening at speed is the mm-hmm. name of the program. Mm-hmm which is probably means it's going to be slow. But the manager of the program, John Fortune, says the feature will only be available for low-risk travelers who have TSA pre-check or clear. Oh. Okay. Well, then I changed my mind. Yeah, that's what I thought was going to happen. I changed my mind, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I changed my mind, yeah, because yeah, cause, <laughs> I'm bougie. I pay the upcharge, bitch. You, I'm, I'm not being held up in them long-ass lines. Fuck that, dog. Here's my $100. Do 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 do. I ain't taking my goddamn shoes. None of that bullshit. So, mm mm. Mm mm mm. You know that they ain't heavy. They ain't heavy on security anyway. Bitch, you got my fingerprints, telephone number, social security, and DNA anyway. The fuck I'm gonna go? Wow. Sold out to people that fast, can I? I did. Soon as you could buy your way I out of it. I turned bougie. Some of y'all Negroes is sick. Mm mm mm. Child boo. Child, I was looking at that clear. They got this thing called clear. I'm looking at that clear. They don't do it in Charlotte yet. I was like, well, bitch, you come on and shot it. I'm going to be clear with the clear. The black guy who tips assumes no responsibility or liability for any errors or omissions in the content of this podcast. The information contained on this podcast is provided on an, as is basis with no guarantees of completeness, accuracy, or timeliness. This podcast contains adult language such as fuck, shit, damn, motherfucker, bitch, pussy, dick, or asshole. If you are easily offended, please feel free to get a life. Also, don't write the show about some shit you thought we said. And never forget, Karen be knowing, and Rod was right. Enjoy the show. I should have played. I should play that one more often. You should. It should put it at the beginning of the show, every show. I know. I just really wanted to just distance myself from your opinion. I, that was. I didn't realize I was going to do all that. Um, <laughs> well, you know me, child. I'm like, convenience? Yes, please. Uh, Smile Direct Club. You know that jingle? Mm-hmm. Well... You won't be hearing it anymore because they end oper- they ended operations effective immediately. They stealing people's money or some bullshit. What is they doing? Not not they, straightening they, people's teeth. They put a chapter. They filed for chapter eleven earlier in the year, and um, now apparently the mail based orthodontic services company failed to find willing investors since filing for that bank chapter eleven. They announced Friday is winding down global operations effective immediately is likely unwelcome news for many customers you're because right. a couple things are happening. If you're a new customer, thank you for your interest, but you can't get any new treatment. So, you know, no, you have to find something else mm-hmm. for existing customers. You will no longer have customer care support. So no matter where you are in the process. Yeah. They said, we we refer you to consult a local de- doctor or dentist then. Don't, don't, we can't help you. Child, I be kissing my ass. I could have went to them in the first place then. The fuck is this? That's not even the worst part. If you have 
uh, the the company's uh, Smiley Play. Uh, what is it called? Smiley Red Club says canceling his lifetime guarantee. And all outstanding orders at four liners, but anyone on their Smiley Pay plan is still expected to make all monthly payments until payment has been made in full per terms of our Smiley program. The fuck I am. The mm-hmm. fuck I ain't. No, the fuck I ain't. You ain't get, I cancel every goddamn car. You ain't get a motherfucking dime for me. You not providing a service. The fuck you want your money for? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. No, 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 mm-hmm. no. You talking about a lawsuit. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. The fuck I'm paying for? Why, why am I paying for? If that's the case, continue the service then, then I will pay. But you're not continuing the service, so what am I paying you for? What are you paying them for? Let yes. Me, okay, they let me. They did leave a quote. Uh, let me play the the audio from the CEO. Um, you know, I I I'm open to the conversation. I think I think it, you know, it it's it it really is something that um I think is is a little bit multifaceted and and layered. Um, and so, yeah. Mm-mm. There you go. Mm-mm. Uh, yeah, apparently. Hey, I hope they ain't got no low, like, low loan spot location because motherfuckers going to be showing up at them goddamn offices uh, have pitching the fit. Because, like I said, if I'm paying for a service that you are no longer providing, what am I paying? You're fucking filing for bankruptcy. So what am I giving you this goddamn money for? My thing is if it, what you going to do if I don't pay you? Right. Because if you can pay for debt collectors to come after me, then y'all can pay for motherfucking customer service to answer the phone when I call. Like, y'all making some choices over there Mm -hmm. about what y'all will and won't do, and I'm going to be making them choices right the fuck back. Yeah, yeah. you're going to have a lot of people that are going to be like, well, bitch, let it hit my credit then, because fuck that. Yeah, the company attracted customers hoping to straighten their teeth for less than it costs to get braces from a traditional dentist office. But dentists, orthodontists, and even the American Dental Association spoke out against the company's practices, which they said endangered patients. Skipping dentist checkups, they said, could result in serious dental disease and even lost teeth. The do-it-yourself orthodontist company responded by filing multiple lawsuits. As a publicly traded company, Smile Direct Club never turned a profit and racked up almost $900 million of debt by the time it filed for bankruptcy. Here's what I'll say, too. This is, once again, all the shit that y'all see with the smartest, the, the, the startups and the techs and the, uh, mm-hmm. the tech companies and the Silicon Valley shit. Every last one of those ideas is, what if we just did something that's already being done, but we had no regulations or responsibilities to anybody? Right. And what happens quickly is you get the seed money, you get the investment money, the people at the top. They take a piece of that change. I'm the CEO. I'm living large. I'm living big. Then eventually the laws catch up or just the economic uh, reality catches up that it costs a lot of money to do this kind of shit. There's a reason that dentists don't just hear some plastic, go home, see you in three years. And when those economic realities kick in that, hey, it actually does cost more money than what you're saying, uh, that you have maybe you have to deal with like insurance or something. Maybe you have to worry about malpractice. Right. Um, you know, whatever. They just fold. It's like I'll, either they sell and flip the company or they just be like, uh, that don't exist no more. I don't know what to tell you. I'll let you know what my next million dollar idea is, my, you know, my next billion dollar idea that's also about staying one step ahead of regulations because Congress and a lot of places don't know how to regulate these quote unquote new ideas that are simply just grifts. It's, yes. If I wanted to start a dentist practice, 
there's too many checks and balances on me to be like, hey, you can't just give people a piece of plastic, say go home and charge them monthly and don't give them any dentist uh, checkup. You can't do that. That's illegal. Right. You can't check the progression of their teeth. You can't, to be sure that it's doing what it's supposed to do, yeah. make adjustments or changes. Like, you know, as somebody who has went through that process, it is something else. And on top of that, you know, how do you know that I'm getting my teeth? Cause all these other shit that kind of go along with, you know, all this dentistry shit. Yeah, even like, you know, your Airbnbs, your Ubers, it's all just like, what if we did taxis, but none of the regulations with taxis? You don't got to get a license for it. You don't got to check. You don't and as employees. And then things start catching up to them. All of a sudden it becomes, hey, people are getting sexually assaulted. Okay, well, we do have to do background checks. Hey, uh, this 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 city doesn't like that y'all are clogging up traffic and congestion shit and this da-da-da-da. Okay, well, now we do need some type of license to, to do this. And next thing you know, it's just cabs. It's just calves with, 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 with more steps, you know. So, uh, uh, in other news, um, a new bill will require Chick Fil A to be open on Sundays. Damn, somebody that upset. Uh, a new bill has been introduced in New York that could affect Chick Fil A locations at rest stops along Interstate 90 in New York State. The new bill will require food services at transportation facilities and rest areas to remain open seven days a week. The bill goes on to say, while there is nothing objectionable about a fast food restaurant closing on a particular day of the week, service areas dedicated to travelers is an inappropriate location for such a restaurant. Allowing for retail space to go unused one-seventh of the week or more is a disservice and unnecessary inconvenience to travelers who rely on those rest areas. So far, Chick-fil-A has not left a comment. Those New York atheist heathens finally got them <laughs> right you got greedy chick-fil-a you moved out the south and now look at you now dealing with them you. seculars <laughs> up there up north Mm-mm, you don't like y'all being closed on sundays and i don't know what's gonna happen i can see chick-fil-a being like okay i guess we'll close it down then and, and uh and, and you know i can see chick-fil-a doing some bullshit and go okay we'll buy a land right across the street from the truck stop and still be closed on sundays I don't know. It's the Lord's chicken. So, you know, I don't know if they're going to be able to make the chickens get up and do their thing um, uh, on on Sundays. You know, uh, they do got to go to church first. So maybe they'll have to open up a little later than the other restaurants. But I mean, I do think this I've, I mean, I've always thought that Chick-fil-A being closed on Sunday was stupid. But at the same time, I know people will swear that that's some type of brilliant marketing and they make it all back or make even more money i i mean they can do no wrong you know but uh to to me i just always felt like that was a weird arbitrary thing to not be open on sunday like because y'all christian uh, so what nobody at the other restaurants is christians like why y'all why y'all get the sabbath off it's, it's felt weird and not and it's not like every restaurant was doing that that feels like a holdover from like some 1900 early 1900 shit yeah and and even and even a lot of places down here in the south still have those those arbitrary laws you know we just passed you know laws that say you can serve alcohol before like the, you know thank you for bringing up something else i found to be stupid mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah you know yeah because for years down here literally nothing opened up before like one like like on sunday mornings we used to go out and literally from the grocery store, like literally nothing. Your whole fucking town would be shut down. One o'clock, everything open up. And then 
They also used to have where you couldn't buy alcohol prior to like 10 a.m. So like if you get up in the morning, you're like, well, I'm, you know, buying it for the game or whatever. Before before uh, 10 a.m., it'd be like, mm, you, I don't, I don't, you ain't purchasing nobody's alcohol. I mean, for like one, I'm sorry. They was like, you could, you ain't buying nobody's alcohol. I think they increased it to like 10. And a lot of businesses pushed for this because they were like, well, bitch, if we sell morning mimosas on Sundays, how we going to have mimosas when we can't sell no alcohol? Mm-hmm. I just think it's kind of uh, interesting that New York is the state that called them on this shit. Um, and it'll be interesting as, you, uh, interesting, as you said, to see if they like opt out and just go, fuck it, I'm out of here, or if they completely, you know, stay in or whatever it and it depends it might be one of things where they go well the only exception is new york like like if they don't want to move those stores or if those stores make you know uh a certain amount of money or shit like that they go okay cool we'll do it there but the rest of y'all we're still closed on sundays i can see them doing some shit like that pharmacies shared patient records without a warrant and inquiry fines um houseway Law enforcement agencies have obtained the prescription records of thousands of Americans from the country's largest pharmacy chains without a warrant, a congressional inquiry found, raising concerns about how companies handle patient privacy. Right. Well, there's your argument about why people are scared of the 23andMe DNA shit, you know, right there. Those companies already work with the police and can, you know, do stuff uh, with, your, right. with your DNA. But I think knowing that, like, CVS can tell them what, medicines you're on seems like a breach of privacy for what reasons why are you are you if you're not if you don't have a warrant why do you need to know what medications i'm on like if we're not investigating something about me that i've committed a crime or i i, I you know what i mean i'm a person of interest the fuck are you giving my information away for i don't understand well, you how might is be, this legal you might be a person of interest but they don't have a warrant yet and okay, so okay. they don't have a warrant. They, That's the they, problem. I feel like they should have to get a warrant. This yes. seems pretty cut and dry. Cut we and got dry. laws in place for this. I don't understand. Three of the largest pharmacy groups, CVS Health, Kroger, and Rite Aid, do not require their staff members to contact the lawyer before releasing information requested by law enforcement to inquiry found. The other five, Walgreens, Cigna, Optum RX, Walmart, and Amazon, said that they do require a legal review before honoring such requests. The, poli the, pol the, the policies were revealed on Tuesday in a letter to Xavier Becerra, the Secretary of Health and Human Services from Senator Ron Wyden of Oregon and Representatives Primula Jaya Jayapal, um, Pramila Jayapal of Washington and Sarah Jacobs of California. The inquiry began in June, a year after the Supreme Court ended the constitutional right to an abortion. So that's another thing people can find out if you get the morning after pill, the drugs that help people have a safe miscarriage, that kind of stuff. Now imagine it's a Republican-controlled state. And right. you go, hey, police, uh, look into this woman's medical history. That's a crime. She committed a crime as far as we're concerned. Um, yeah, it cleared the way for Republican-controlled states to enact nearly total bans on the procedure. Repro reproductive health advocates and some lawmakers have since raised privacy concerns regarding the access to birth control and abortion medication. Yeah, because the thing is, <clears throat> what a lot of people fail to realize it don't start with abortions. You know what it also is going to go into? Contraceptives. You know what it's also going to go into? Condoms. You right. act like they well, condoms aren't prescribed, but yeah. I mean, I but know you, you mean. know. It's Actually, it'll never go into condoms. Never yeah, cause that, 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 <laughs> but, but, but the thing is. They'll never do but, men the way they do women. Correct. But then it would go into female condoms and things like that. Like, like, mm -hmm. it, like, like anything that actually for right. a woman you know what i mean contraceptives like, like, that 
women, people with vaginas use, yes. Correct. And so that's where the frustration comes in because, like, people are so stupid, they think it's going to stop with a portion. No, it, the, the whole purpose is if you fuck and you get pregnant, you're just going to have this baby live or die. We actually don't give a fuck. Although pharmacies are legally permitted to tell their customers about government demands for their data, most don't. As a result, many Americans' prescriptions records have few meaningful privacy protections, and those protections vary widely depending on which pharmacy they use. Whew. So yeah, it's just as I that was something I did not know was happening and also uh feels like something that would happen in America too. Yeah. Mm, yeah, and also it's one of those things to where y'all just go back to fucking voting. You have to get the right people in office. Mm-hmm. They'd be like the fuck y'all doing? Y'all can't just do this. We need regulations on this. Mm-hmm. You know, but you got to have people in office that are willing to pass the laws that need to be passed you have to give them the power to do it other than sitting and crying and complaining also keep in mind this next story kind of ties to this georgia pharmacies become the first among the states to sell marijuana what happens if if police or some law or something Mm -hmm. is passed that's like now weed is illegal or we or you know you can get medical marijuana but we trying to prove that you got possession now but i had it legally prescribed yeah Don't. we went to cvs and found they gave us your records yep and we know you possession possession because the law is not always in line with just the uh just the medical side of things Mm-mm. um but yeah you have to meet an extremely narrow set of criteria right now set by georgia's medical cannabis law those who qualify will be able to buy low dose thc products at pharmacies across the state um but like I said, it's just interesting compared to that last article mm-hmm. we just covered. Right, because, you know, like somebody said, y'all police individuals but not companies. Like, the companies can just fuck the individuals over, but instead of holding them accountable, you turn to the individuals and go, well, it's your fault. Mm-hmm. That shit don't make no sense. A Citibank employee was fired after lying about having two coffee sandwiches and pastas alone. A financial analyst who was fired by Citibank for allegedly lying about meal expenses lost a wrongful dis- dismissal lawsuit filed in the London court. Former analysis uh, Zalbox Fakete uh, sued uh, Citibank last year after he was fired for gross misconduct when he claimed he was uh, the only one who consumed two coffees, two sandwiches, and two pasta dishes during a work trip to Amsterdam. So he had clearly ate with a friend yeah. said it was just him someone looked at the damn receipts and was like, like hell don't no add up like that was like we got you we ain't got them right um and decided like yeah you're fired he did later admit his partner who was not a Citibank employee was on the trip with him and shared the meals with him he added that he was well within the company's 100 euro expense limit and doesn't think he has to justify his eating habits to this extent the financial analyst claimed he was going through personal issues and was on strong medications when he sent the email. So they sent him an email and then he kind of got snippy with him. And then they then now he's like, I was drunk. I was on medicine. Yeah. From a company's perspective, I could see them being like, no, we don't got your spouse. If that's the case, pull out your personal card and separate the expenses. They like, you know what? We covered you. We ain't covering them. And the judge didn't go by the. The judge didn't go by the explicit rule of like, well, you were you were eating, you didn't tell the truth on your on your on your meal, so that's why we're getting you out of here. It was that you know, like 
it wasn't the amount it wasn't even what you ate it was more that you lied and it's like how can the company i guess trust you you initially lied when confronted instead of being like yeah it was me and my wife my, or my husband house, or yeah, can, yeah can, can i just pay you back for it yeah, yeah. Which is, you know, what people can people do sometimes. They're like, well, I'll just give you the money back. But it, but a lot of times it's not even worth it. Just go ahead and just be within the range from the get-go. Yeah, I don't. I never fucked around with the expense stuff when mm-hmm. I worked for a company. Like, if I fucking, like, it was whatever I was allowed to do. Like, we mm-hmm. sometimes we do stuff like you take a day trip out to, like, a Charleston or somewhere to go to a port to look at ships and all this stuff. And they would let you expense the miles. But I mean, it's what they told you. You got to send them expense, like expense mm-hmm. report. You eat lunch, you got to staple that fucking receipt in there, fill out the paperwork. Same I, thing with Uber and all that shit. That could yeah. just be on black. You know, could be that simple. Yeah, I'm black, and I, that's why I do it that way. But yeah. I just, maybe my other, the other employees were fucking around, but I was not fucking around because yeah. I was scared that it would be somebody just being anal retentive about a receipt and being like, hey, wait, you had two pastas, two coffees, and, and I'm like, fuck, I'm fired. Yep. And as somebody who has uh, done that before, like, did, like, worked on the side where you have to deal with the, expenses stuff you know uh, checks and balances and some of them your manager has to approve it and all types of stuff you know you do something um emails automatic sent to your manager then they have to check the box to verify like it's a it, it could be a big ass ordeal you know for that and if shit's not right you know it's a problem that you got to pay them back like it can become a a whole ass ordeal and i'm like you i'm black so for me i'm like Oh, here's all the receipts. Here's the email address. Like you, you get more information than what you need. They be like, "Well, damn, we we didn't need to know the, the, who the dope person is." Yes, you did. Just in case, take everything. Yeah, and I think the other part where they fucked up, you could have just said, "My bad." Like when they first asked, it was like, "Oh, I meant to just expense my part." Sorry. And then they couldn't approve in that you did the shit on purpose. Like you, hey, you tried to float one by. You tried to, you know, walk a a, a queen of clubs. They they fucking said, hey, hold on a second, I got space, and you got cut. Hey, no problem. But now nah, you wrote back. It's just a hundred dollars. Well, now your ass is gone. <laughs> what the fuck kind of response was that? That's such a weird response, right? Um, these uh, are a couple of stories that uh. I'm only really putting here because I don't want to put them in LGBTQ news because I actually think it's a little bit disrespectful. But uh, Will Smith's ex-assistant threatens to provide proof of Dwayne Martin allegations. So he has an ex-assistant, um, Brother Bilal, who's been going on Tasha Kay's show. So I guess she still ain't learned. And he's been making these allegations about Will Smith being secretly gay or bi or something. And him, so he walked in seeing Dwayne Martin having, like, and it was like, also, it was like, the reason I didn't really play it on the show, and, and I don't, I'm not really, I don't even think I believe it, to be honest, is because the clip was so sensationalistic and, like, comedic that it seemed like too good a content. And the way the dude was delivering, he was like, Dwayne was on top of him, just murdering him, murdering him. And I said, oh, cause so we're, we're, and it works, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an immature person too, but you laugh at the like delivery and the word choice and shit. And, but you low key are kind of like co-signing the homophobia of it, the outing of somebody, the general intrigue around it. And it's not like we're looking to verify this. He has no proof other than I'm saying it. Correct. And I happen to know Will Smith. Right. Um, which it ultimately 
if he is gay, why the fuck would it should it matter in a bad way? Right. Like, why are we using this as a like, you know, to like mock him? It's not like people are doing this out of a freedom and liberation place. Mm-mm. You know, everybody's doing it out of a ha ha. It's funny that he's gay place. Mm-hmm. It's funny he's on a download place thing. And so I didn't want to put it in LGBTQ news because I don't Mm-mm. think it's kind. Of, it's it's more fucked up kind of than yeah. Yes. It's more fucked up to me than that. Um, but yeah, now he's talking about he gonna provide truth proof and shit because I think Will and Jada have at least Jada when asked about it was talking about yeah we might sue him you know so we'll so see you better not be making no bullshit up yeah I, and I'm shocked. I shouldn't say shock, but Tasha K still being in this is very on brand with her. Shock. Like you every, ain't di- every time going to Cardi B anyway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's good. Um Ch- Christian Keys appears to confirm that Tyler Perry was not the Hollywood powerful man who harassed him. Christian Keys is a uh is an actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is mostly he mostly plays on like black stuff, uh, you know, um, like Tyler Perry stuff, and mm-hmm. so he had been doing interviews and stuff on YouTube and making these insinuations that that there was a powerful man who sexually harassed him, and it was it took it was years long sexual harassment, uh, and the person's a billionaire, and and people have been like oh so it's tyler perry like you work in that industry you worked on his projects who else could it be but i guess he liked a tweet about uh it not being tyler perry so now people are like maybe it's not tyler perry um so i i I have no idea um me either and maybe just the way i function like that's just weird that like 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 that that's wild and weird and because we live in 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 a place where uh an attention grabbing kind of society like you say just the most just saying shit and not uh uh denouncing shit and you know and all that shit like that's almost goes along with it any attention is good attention quote unquote yeah i don't know what to make of it he's saying mm-hmm. like he's not he says something like he purposely waited till the statute of limitations was over, but then also he's going to return. He won't say the man's name, but he's going to turn over audio recordings of the person's voice to the police. I, like, it's just a, I, it, it's weird and messy and doesn't really make sense to me. Mm-mm. But, but like the actions don't. And maybe, look, it could be as simple as some, as trying to publicly blackmail somebody or something. You know, it could be a, I'm gonna keep talking unless I get a check type thing. I don't I literally don't know because the actions are they they like contradict each other. You know, it is it's I don't want this to be a police thing, but I I'll do. I I I could say the name, I won't. I will go to the police, I won't give up his name, but I will show audio recordings. I don't know what the fuck this is. Nope. Um so yeah, we'll find out, but once again, the true intrigue is is Tyler Perry a predator and is he gay? Because ever since Boondocks, people have been like intimating both things. Um, and who knows what's true about that, but it's just interesting how much 
the focus is really about that. And it reminds me of the Will Smith thing. It's jokes and all this salaciousness. Mm-hmm. But at the at its core, it's just like, you know, it's a lot of sinister shit too about tying homosexuality to being predators mm-hmm. about Which is um not right true. about outing people about mm-hmm. so i never know what to do with these stories but i just thought that it both those stories were kind of interesting um all right let's get to another segment um let's see uh i think this might fit this category i'm not 100% sure. I guess we'll find out to, together, everybody. But. News. Uh, Charleston White. <laughs> you know I don't know who that is. Who? Charleston White charged with animal cruelty and aggravated assault with a deadly weapon in Texas. Uh, Charleston White is this dude that's like a, for lack of a better term, I call him a troll, but I don't know that that's the best definition of who he is, but he's kind of like a dude that is always on podcasts. He has his own show and stuff on the internet. And he's just, I remember him from Vlad TV, I believe when I first saw him. And he's just always kind of saying like kind of controversial stuff. Sometimes he stumbles on the kernel of truth, but it's that weird thing where he's always talking. And the one time he says something people agree with, they share that and then try to be on some like, but I'm not trying to validate the other tons of shit he says that are just fucked up and problematic. Um, And he's always talking a lot of stuff. He was, I used to see him go viral at first for was, talking about rappers committing crimes and how he would snitch and all this type of stuff. And then rappers would be like, I'm going to kill him and I'll put up money on his head. And he'd be like, I, I told the police you said that. Like it was like, a, you know, a big thing in, in rap for a while. Well, on Monday he was arrested on charges of animal cruelty and aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. While not much is known about what led to the arrest, we do know that he was taken into custody in Tarrant County, Texas, and he remains at the correction center on a $31,000 bond. In addition to his latest arrest, he found himself in legal trouble earlier in 2023 when he was accused of kidnapping Asian women. What? Oh, the FBI just, got just involved. walking around, jacking up Asian women. What is happening here? The FBI got involved in this matter, though it's unclear if he is facing charges with this investigation. Just days before this situation, he unleashed an anti-Asian rant on Instagram Live. In the disturbing stream, he said Chinese women should be sexually assaulted and their children should be murdered. This, this is why I can't get into the cutesy shit people share what? with about him. Like, he really does seem like a reprehensible person. And it's that thing where people, it's that thing where people make some shit cute. And then when he finally crosses the line that everyone agrees with, they'll be like, oh, yeah, man. I mean, you can't listen to people like that. Like, well, why are you helping spread his shit? Child. Aside from his legal roles, he's found himself infused with Soldier Boy, Saucy Santana, T.I., and several others. Most of his beef stemmed from his wild remarks and interviews. In recent days, he tried shooting his shot at Cardi B, which will likely find him in another riff with Offset. So, yeah, he's behind bars. So, he was out here just living reckless. It kind of <laughs> makes sense. Yes, he was, sound like. Yeah, I can't really, can't really act shocked at that. Uh, let's talk about money, okay? Because guess what, Karen? People are broke. Broke, broke, far broke. We, we ain't got, got it. it. 
A self-made millionaire shares three things he refuses to tip on, and some may disagree. A self okay, self-made. He's a self-made millionaire. Okay, is it is it a real million or a self-made? Like you went and drawed up the dollar self-made. What is what is what is? He talking I don't about? know how this man made his money. Sam Dogan, he's a contributor. He's writing for CNBC.com. And he told us he's self-made. No need to check the facts. All right. No need to make sure he's actually on somebody's list. And somewhere. even though he got a million, he's a millionaire. He don't tip point of sale reader with no service with no services rendered. So like an electronic kiosk or, you know, coffee where, you, you know, um, uh, yeah, he says, you you see default tip options 10, 20, 25% of no tip. I usually hit that no tip or adjust the percentage to what I think is more reasonable. Well, that's actually not, that's not you not tipping it. Um, he said, the same goes for coffee unless I've developed a personal relationship with the clerk or they lift your spirits every morning. Okay, I hate these articles about tipping. They, it's, he didn't say shit. No, he didn't. He's like, yeah, I don't normally tip. I, he's like, I don't tip people that don't give me service, and they have that little kiosk thing where it's just like 10, 20, 50. I'm like, okay. Then he's like, unless, you know, they brighten your day or, you know, I'll adjust the percentage yeah, to what so I think. Yeah, so he's winging it like most people. Yeah, that's right? not advice. No, that's not. Everyone already doing that, homie. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I'll give him a dollar. That's like, what? Uh, picking up a takeout order. So he doesn't tip on takeout orders. Um, I can see that because I had to drive my car up here. Yeah, he said, now if I get to the restaurant early and the bartender welcomes me to sit down, pours me a glass of water, serves me a side of bread and butter, a small tip is in. Like, get the fuck. What is this? You ain't saying nothing. Yeah, that's not a rule. Mm-mm. What is? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to tip. Now, if they give me a blowjob around back, I'll go ahead and throw them $5. That's okay. That's going above and out your way. <laughs> Now, now, pick up orders, not trying to find it. I get that because you know what? I had to do the labor to get here. So, no. He also doesn't tip uh, people that do house repairs like plumbers, electricians, co- contractors, or handymen. I guess. Yeah, I can see that. I don't, you know, depends on who you're calling, I guess. If you call those task rabbit people, maybe that's built in that there's a little tip thing you can do. But yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I, I feel like the money we negotiate for the plumbing. Is, is the, the fucking that's the call the charge it's not like you get deals on plumbing and shit it'd mm-hmm. be a lot it'd be a motherfucking lot anyway thanks for nothing uh sugar prices are rising worldwide after bad weather tied to el nino damaged crops in asia man global warming is fucking shit up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh skyrocketing sugar prices uh are increasing the cost of bread and it means declining sales. Uh, yeah, that might make sense. That might maybe that explains some of the inflation. I guess it's Joe Biden's fault though. Something about the Fed rate or something. I don't know how it works. Child, who knows? And uh, sugar costs. Uh, uh, most of, particularly here in America, y'all know we get whatever that is that fruit, fruit corn syrup, whatever that is. Well, most of our shit ain't got no real sugar high, anyway. High fructose corn syrup. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just yeah, like I said, it's just kind of interesting because sugar goes in everything in America. Um, shit, probably high fructose corn syrup is made of sugar or some shit. You know, they just call it something different. Um, but yeah, Girl Scout cookies prices are have increased due to the, due to inflation. Woo! Child, what's a box of cookie? Eight, nine bucks now. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they. I feel like they have been 
expensive for a while yeah. in my mind, but not, but like not like break your neck expensive. Mm-mm. Yeah. So last year was five dollars. Mm-hmm. This year it's looking like, let's like see, five fifty six. It says last. Okay. Yeah. They're, now that's six dollars. Okay, that's reasonable. So while some newer cookies such as S'mores, Toffee Tastic, were already priced at six dollars, this cost hike now applies to all other sought-after cookies uh, in regions like New York and Massachusetts. So yeah, we we ain't got it, y'all. Okay, the sugar is fucking fucking us up. It's costing too much, and now this, and now the fucking the, the now that leads to the cookies. Okay, and now you got to tip them. Uh, a <laughs> worker, tip the girl scout. A worker who's been cleaning a five-star hotel for 14 years says guests are so angry about how dirty their rooms have gotten that they throw things and shout at her. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that because over the years, the the, the uh, pandemic, man, the pandemic made them cut down on staff. And particularly if you're used to places where it used to be custom that your room was literally cleaned every day. Now it's like clean on request. And so for a lot of people, they're like, the fuck? Like, so every day I got to tell y'all to come up here and clean my fucking room? Like, for some people, they're like, what am I paying for a hotel room for if I have to tell you to come clean my goddamn room? But they're being cheap. They don't want to hire the staff that they used to have. They don't want to, because it's cheaper for them uh, to hire a fraction of the staff and spot clean rooms versus doing like they used to do, which is literally clean every room every day. And when you did that, Guess what? You're moving shit around. You're dusting. You're 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 getting in areas and shit like that. But when the person might come in there once or twice every other week or some shit like that, yes, it's gonna get nasty and yes, it's gonna get dirty. Yeah, they say, and people are entitled and angry. People refuse to recognize how much things have changed throughout the pandemic and all this stuff. So now they're angry and the customers are mad at the uh house cleaning staff. And uh Social Mendez Mendez says uh, sometimes they don't even want to go in the rooms because the guests are so mad. Yeah, and also something that you something that uh 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 you uh brought up. You have people, I'll joke aside, for the first time going out and traveling and doing shit that they used to do, and they're highly disappointed when they go to these places and the service is not what it used to be. Yeah, you know, it's a fraction of the staff. The staff is you know not as much. Everybody cutting down on their hours. They're not as open as they don't open up as early. They don't ha- they're not open as as late as they used to be and shit like that. They don't have the same specials or they might have taken things off menu or slimmed down the menu. Some of people's favorite stuff. So people are getting out here going, the fuck is this? But if they really have been paying attention, it's been slowly moving to this. But people do not adjust well to these changes because everybody want to act like shit is normal and they want everything to go back to pre-pandemic. But we lost like over a million people and these people are not replaced overnight. And it's not just that people are returning to traveling. It's people. Remember, during a lot of this, people started traveling more than ever before. It, air, airlines were over, like everything regarding traffic was over uh over utilized like over capacity and uh underserviced with paying not paying people not keeping up in this case Mendez works from 5 p.m to 1 a.m um in the for her swing shift she makes 21 dollars an hour and rarely gets tips but the pay hasn't kept up with growing cost of food utilities and gas she said um i can see that 
Yeah, and they just go. And then what's what's even wilder? Rooms actually cost more, which makes people upset. So they're even more mad. Like I'm paying so much for a fucking room now compared to what it used to pay, and, and it's not. It it's getting spot cleaned. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Room rates in Las Vegas hit a record of two hundred and thirteen dollars a night on average, according to local station KSNV, a whopping sixty percent above their twenty nineteen level, Ooh. which occupancy with occupancy close to pre pandemic levels. God damn! So you're paying more for less, right? And so a lot of people are very angry and very upset. They're not hiring the staff that they probably need. Like you actually need to increase your staff tremendously. And I do not know, but I guarantee you probably some of your more luxury in hotels have probably staffed back up because they're like, no, 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 no. If you're paying, you know, all this money for a room per night, we're going to be sure your shit is, is, is top notch. But some of the other, you know, lower hotels are like, we're not doing that. You're cutting into our profit. Maybe. But you know what I think also is a lot of companies learn lessons about brutal efficiency hypercapitalism throughout the pandemic mm-hmm. cut costs as low as possible uh operate at the you know smallest you can um and maximize profits and i wonder how many were like we found out that one person can clean you know x amount of rooms if 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 they don't have a fucking choice if you know if it, if they, they don't have someone else to come take over the shift or they can't be like well if if six of us work we only got to clean five rooms each fuck it it's three of them clean clean now y'all all got to clean x amount of rooms you see what i'm saying so i wonder yeah. if that's part of it too is that the equation for what companies consider uh uh financially uh beneficial if that and comfortable for their employees if they like nah fuck it we're not hiring extra people yeah and 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 the thing is it's fucked up because you cannot you cannot assume, and a lot of companies have did this, you cannot assume that you're going to get your employees to work as hard as they did during COVID. That's impossible. People are not designed to work that hard for such a long period of time. People were anxious, anxiety, scared, all types of shit, and people didn't have anything else to do. So for a lot of people, the they, energy that they would have spent and other shit, they poured into their jobs. So now everything back outside open and you still expecting these people to take the same energy and pour it into the job like, i have other shit to do and, now well also not just working hard right if you were in the hotel industry there was a period of time where there just wasn't work uh, right yes and so when those numbers start climbing back up to pre-pandemic no- numbers are is the staff numbers climbing back up to pre-pandemic or no, no. or now you got the same amount of people you had you know, baseline during that. And not to mention, hard to hire people now. So yes, you got a lot of people is. that said, I'm not doing this shit. I'm and not they, coming they, to this place the where they industry. cuss me out every time I clean a room. Y'all charging exorbitant rates. All the customers mad. And, and I'm getting overworked. I don't want the fucking job anymore. So it's just yeah. another reason that we're broke. Yeah, you can't keep people. Yeah, broke, broke, if I broke. Uh, motorists fall behind on car loans at the highest rate in three decades as drivers with bad credit uh, paying up to 21.38% interest on a used car. God damn. Yep. That's credit card rates. Yep. Yeah, we we talked we talked about this. Cars are fucking expensive. Like I said, all the little cheap old cars they got rid of want to merge everything to a vehicle slash SUV. And you're like I said, you're pricing out a whole genre of people. And then a lot of times 
most of the times, if you're getting the lower quality, you know, the cheaper cars a lot of times, a lot of times because you're struggling to actually keep, get those cars, and then you're charging a ridiculous rates, of course people aren't going to be able to pay. Uh, the Federal Reserve's aggressive campaign to hike interest rates has sent car repayment costs soaring. Data from Fitch Ratings shows that 6.11%, 6.11% of auto bar- borrowers were at least 60 days past due uh, their loans in September. It's the highest proportion since 1994. And it's going to get worse. The surge has been blamed on higher car prices and borrowing costs. The motorists are already struggling under the weight of other financial pressures, such as larger, larger mortgage payments and repayment of student loans. According to Bankrate, the average rate on a car loan for motorists with the best credit scores is 5.07% for a new vehicle and 7.09% on a used one. But for those with worse credit ratings, Average rates are 14.8% and 21.38% respectively. God damn, double, almost triple. Yeah. Uh, by comparison, in the fourth quarter of 2021, buyers with the best credit scores would have gotten a 2.47% rate. Wow. Less than 3%. And a good, a good credit score would have got you 3.5%. In real terms, it means what a motorist buying that a motorist buying a Ford F one fifty with a good credit score between six sixty and seven nineteen would pay back around six hundred and thirty three dollars a month. That's a, that's a payment. That's a pay- Chad. I know y'all out there that's making payments like that ain't shit, but to me, that, with no car payment, that's, that's a payment. That's, that's why. That's why. It, that's why when uh, uh, something happened to our cars, you know, because we don't have car payments, so when something happened to our cars. You know, they they be kind of be like, uh, um, um, yeah, like they almost be scared. But I'm like, well, bitch, I ain't got no car payment. I most of the year I'm not even here. This is cheaper than me coughing out six hundred dollars a month. So remember, six thirty three a month now, right? But two years ago, if you had the same credit score, purchase a car for the same price, it would be five fifty four a month. Um, it marks a difference of about eighty dollars a month or a thousand dollars a year. That's a big that's a big grip. Yes, it is. And that's of course if you're buying a new car. Um, so yeah, we we are broke. We are broke. <laughs> oh man. Bunch of new up. Uh mm-hmm. let's do one more about being broke, guys. Okay. Okay. This this segment we don't do that often, but it's always like shit. Livestock vet shortage has large animal doctors hoofing it statewide. Vermont has a lot of large farm animals, and that makes for a tall task for veterinarians who specialize in how to care for them. Mm -hmm. State leaders say recruiting and retaining livestock vets is an ongoing challenge depending on the time and place. So basically, you got the the large animal vets have to be on the move all the time now. They got to travel more than they were because we don't have enough of them. Ah, mm-hmm. right. So these are the people that take care of, like the cows and yeah, like like your horses. You know, things like we eat. Yes, things that till the the farms or the things we or whatever. Right, you know, like, just fucking like food, milk. Um, they said there are programs to help ease the financial burden for some of them because the career is very challenging. Physical labor, odd emergency hours, expensive education. Many of these people come into this uh, career in debt. Yeah. So now the states are trying to start a state-funded loan repayment plan. Uh, it's assisted 13 vets since 2011, which is doesn't sound like a lot. 13 but it's, since it sounds 2011? 
Yeah, it doesn't sound like a lot, but I also wonder how many veterans total. I mean, veterans, veterinarians total that there are. Oh. So, like, if there's only like say seventy of these people in the state, then helping thirteen is pretty good. Okay. But if there's a, a two hundred thousand, then it would be terrible. You know, right? My bad. My, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta think. Yeah, that, that's like a specialty within the specialty, almost. Yeah. Yeah. Like it sounds like there's just not a lot of these positions yeah, period people aren't willing to travel and like not trying to find you probably a lot of times like say odd hours you're probably in the middle of 10 buck fucking two nowhere and a lot of these foreign places they're probably calling you all times of the day all times of the night you know and on top of that they're veterinarians so odds are they probably have birthing animals too and shit too like i they probably have to do with a lot of shit and moving to places where the animals are these type of animals is kind of lonely because you got to go to a rural place and if you don't have connections to those places you got to make connections with all the people out there with the animals so Mm -hmm. uh there's no infrastructure there you know there's no support group so probably hard to build community because odds are they probably these people have scattered throughout the state money be fake be uh, affecting everything yes it does you know um all right let's move into something else let me look at the time all right cool we had an hour uh maybe we'll do some uh fucking with black people okay we love that we love that um where's my fucking with black people music um here we go oh wait that's the wrong one here we go we're just fucking with them people because they black. We're just fucking with them people because they black. We're just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. I see somebody in the chat room, they bring it up a good point. They were saying how uh, lucrative it is for a lot of these veterinarians to go into dealing with smaller animals. And they were saying that uh, the a lot of their people, they're females. It was like, who's moving to Texas now? Like, all these areas, y'all making all these fucking rules and regulations. People are getting the fuck out of them goddamn states because you're impacting people's lives. Mm. Whoever said that in the chat, you spitting, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Let's get into fucking with black people, guys. Um, Judge issues order keeping Confederate Memorial at Arlington Cemetery for now. A federal judge on Monday issued a temporary restraining order barring the removal of a memorial to a Confederate soldiers at Arlington National Cemetery. A group called Defend Arlington, affiliated with a group called Save Southern Heritage Florida, filed a lawsuit Sunday in federal court in Alexandria, Virginia, seeking a restraining order. Work to remove the memorial has begun, had begun on Monday before the restraining order was issued, but the memorial remains in place on cemetery grounds. A cemetery spokesperson said Monday that Arlington is complying with the restraining order but referred all other questions to the Justice Department. Uh, the cemetery said on Friday that it expected a complete removal this week. It said the removal was required by Congress and that it was complying with the environmental and historic preservation regulations. But the lawsuit accused the Army, which runs the cemetery, of violating regulations seeking a hasty removal of the memorial. The removal will desecrate, damage, and likely destroy the memorial longstanding at ANC as a grave marker and impede the memorial's eligibility for listing on the National Register of Historical Places. So their thing is, they're not fighting that 
the law has already been stated. Uh, there's already been stated that they want to take it down and they can. Mm-hmm. They're saying if you take it down, it's going to destroy it, which sounds like they were going to say this whenever they took it down. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing unique about the way they're taking this statue down that 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 is mm-hmm. so much more dangerous yeah. than any other one. And a lot of times, y'all, they don't actually destroy it. A lot of times they end up giving it to people, people putting them on property. Like they end up doing other shit with it. And in some cases they do melt it down and shit like that. But a lot of times people take it, put it on private property. Like they do other shit with it. The temporary restraining order issue. I like when they melt them down, by the way, um, and make something else with them. The temporary restraining order issued Monday by U.S. District Judge Rossi Austin, um, said that a lawyer for the plaintiffs represented to the court that the work at the memorial involved the disturbance of grave sites. In a footnote, Austin wrote that he takes very serious the representation of officers of the court and should the representations in this case be untrue or exaggerated, the court may take appropriate sanctions. So basically, like, I'm taking y'all's words for this, but if I find out when the defense whatever sits that like that it won't disturb grave sites, that, that it won't, that y'all are making this up, then there might be consequences, which... I guess. Yeah, I guess. On Friday, the cemetery had said in a statement, the area around the memorial will be protected to ensure no impact to the surrounding landscape and grave markers. Um, last week, a federal judge in the District of Columbia dismissed a lawsuit seeking to block the removal of the memorial filed by the same plaintiffs. So, yeah, they went with the, they don't want it taken down. Then they switched to, it's going to mess up the grave sites around it. Right. Anything to slow the process down. Right. Um... So and it's only temporary, as you said. So yeah, it's really about slowing it down. Mm-hmm. They um, don't care. They want to slow it down. They want to peed the process. They want to waste taxpayers' money. They want you know because it's a slow process and money's already allocated to this. So they want to make the cost of it go up and shit like that. Like like that. This is a huge ass delay tactic to the point where people go, "Fuck it, just keep it." Nope. Continue the process and take that shit down. Um. Yeah. The the last year independent commissioner commission, I'm sorry, recommended the memorial be taken down as part of a report to Congress on renaming the military bases and assets that commemorate the Confederacy. Uh, just finished watching this movie origin and just, there's a part of it where they talk about going to Germany and now there's just none of that shit there. Like they just don't keep the Nazi stuff up. Like, you know, they made a point to talk about the bunker where Hitler died that no one like, no one there's no marker there's nothing there it's like someone the the joke was like someone got their volkswagen parked on top of it right now because it's just is like we're not holding space in reverence we don't care that you died now maybe it's because i don't it could be a lot of reasons as to why since they got into a world war and civil war was here was just between north and south right and the south southerners and white white southerners will always feel a reverence for those men. I remember we had an episode, I don't remember the title, it's a long time ago, but where I had an epiphany about the 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 Confederate uh the the Confederate memorialization that happens in America and it was essentially uh especially when it comes to the uh daughters of the Confederacy. Yes. This is their way of propping up their grandfathers and their dads and their people that mm-hmm. are losers, people they, that they lost the losers. war. They they can't let those men be losers and still like li- live that white supremacy fantasy that they were pitching about being the greatest and shit. Mm-hmm. So, of course, they support this shit. They have to. They literally can't 
live in a world where it's like, my father's a racist piece of shit that got his ass whooped. No, it has to be the great cause. It has to be the lost cause. It has mm-hmm. to be the battle for states, right? It can't be they just wanted slavery that fucking bad. They're, right. that, they're that tyrannical, and there's nothing that we should hold in high esteem about them. We should raise their fucking shit off of the earth and 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 get rid of the statues and we shouldn't be celebrating Nathan Bedford Forrest or fucking um you know any of these confederate heroes and shit there shouldn't be a confederate day beside MLK day right. we shouldn't be doing that yeah we shouldn't have schools named after them we shouldn't have roads named after right. them we shouldn't have highways named after them and the thing is because most people don't know their history most people drive on roads named yeah, after these all people the time. all the time that they don't even know that the name of these roads and these parks and these areas and these municipalities and these lakes and schools and buildings and shit is named after these people. And it's also funny because a lot of this awareness was done after George Floyd. Mm-hmm. A lot of this was Black Lives Matter awareness, symbolic awareness. I'm not saying I won't take it, but let's be frank, that's not what people were asking for. People were like, we don't want the cops killing us, and they were like, oh, we should do a commission on which uh, which bases in the military are named after Confederates. And it's like, that's not the ask. No, that's Thanks. Not- yeah, thank you, but that's <laughs> not going to stop me from getting my ass whooped. Uh, but zero to 100. I mean, yeah, zero to 100, and it was 25, Karen. This right here is going to get a Jakaris because it's just wasting people's time. You're wasting taxpayers' money. The whole point is to delay, 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 and all of it is seeked in white supremacy. And not trying funny, the only reason why you're even taking this shit seriously and all this shit is because it's a bunch of white people. You let any other marginalized group come up and, and get the fussing, y'all. A lot of times they shut that shit down, and, 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 and it's just very, very frustrating. They, they wouldn't even discuss it. They were like, okay, whatever. We ain't getting on you. Melt it and keep it trucking. But because, you know, is these white people with, with these agendas and shit like this, now we got to fucking listen and see their fucking tears and shit like that when in reality, it does it don't matter to me it might matter to them it don't matter to me yeah i'm with you i give it your car it's, it's just is and this is like a last gasp effort you lost in court you here you go with some bullshit the it's getting taken down either way i don't know what this delay of another week will do for you um new york governor signs legislation to establish a commission for slavery reparations um uh, they love this Kathy Hochul, the the governor of New York, said that the signing of the bill will now create a commission that will study what reparations may look like in the state, which also expressing while also expressing that the bill is not about fixing the past, but about doing more for African-Americans and bending the arc of justice. And Gavin Newsom did this, all the like, you know, kind of Democratic trying to get on good black people's side. People do this. I don't have a problem with this. I think it's a good thing. The problem always comes to and then when the recommendations come, it's crickets. Whenever the committee comes back after however long and goes, actually, we owe black people a lot of money. It's always like, well, we're not going to pay them, so what else can we do? Buy one, get one free at McDonald's? Like, well, what the, we got half our food stands? What are we doing, y'all? Uh, tell you what, uh, everybody get a free Crown Royal bag uh, to put their Crown Royal bags in. Like, it's always some bullshit (laughs) so like i appreciate i guess having these people put in the time to go to get the exact dollar amount 
So they'd be like, yeah, $75 million a person. And with inflation and shit, you know it's going to be something wild like that. We're talking about 400 years of stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're talking about uh, over 250 years of just slavery. Then you got 100-something years of civil, you know, like with, with Jim, Jim Crow and civil rights shit up to this fucking day, if you ask me. You got all this inflation that's going to come into effect. And then whatever the number's going to be is going to be too high for everyone's taste. But if it was, you know what? I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> I was about to almost stumble into something else. But, yeah, if it was, if it was fucking... We find the money for other shit. I'll just put it that way. We, we always got the uh, We write that motherfucking check when there's some other shit to do. We'll fucking find the cause in America. Anything militarily, we'll fucking find the cause to to be like we can fund that shit. But anyway, uh, obviously Jakar's for me. It made me mad just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for, for 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 me, it's a Jakar's. And, and and I think I'm to the point, and I might be wrong, but this is just me. Stop doing this bullshit. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Nothing comes of it. Nothing happens. Nobody's going to take it seriously. If you want to do something, pass real laws, pass shit that's going to directly impact me today moving forward. So I don't care about your promises. I don't care about your, you know, I, I don't care. The money that you spend in these, y'all know what y'all need to do redesign the police force the money that you waste on these and shit like that you know better training you know help the police officers get them get get them the mental health training kick the white supremacists out of the military and the police like like that's the shit that i'd want i don't want these fucking wasting my time with these goddamn promises that are not going to come to pass because nobody wants to pay the fucking cost we all know this this is why we rinse wash and repeat nothing's going to happen so i think every time i see this i just get fucking angry because oh y'all waking y'all wasting people's fucking time yeah yeah it's yeah i i like i i don't i'm not i'm not going as far as you where i don't want them doing it and i i think it's bad to to do it or look into it i actually don't think that's bad i think it's worthwhile knowing those numbers i just know the thing i'm angry about is that at the end of it we're gonna have the well we can't do that right and, but i but i do want to know i'm not like our history is important. Our value is important. What was stolen from us can be quantified. Why can't we, you know, know that number? Um, I'm never for the ignorance of history. I'm always for, um, you know, finding those numbers out. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and I'm and there's a lot of black people that work hard to get this kind of stuff done for years, longer than we've been alive. There's been black people being like, why the fuck can't we do a study? What, what like and so I don't want to get to we've been doing studies for now three four years and I'm like that's enough studies like okay study away but end of the day when are we gonna have some willingness to do something because we see how this country works we see who's in the motherfucking Supreme Court we already know the second New York State goes we're cutting every black person a thousand dollar check a hundred dollar check a five dollar check it won't happen because white people will be like, that's the real racism. The hundreds of years and the generations of y'all that got, that's not the racism. No, the racism is when we try to make it right. Now, if we were, if, we were, if this is uh, the money that we gave to Jewish people after the Holocaust that America didn't participate in, mm-hmm. but, but we understood that's a justice mm-hmm. thing, that's the right thing to do. Uh, internment camps for Japanese people, mm-hmm. we still felt some need, like, you got to make them whole. We did something fucked up. We put them in, can't, can't. Black people, 
are the only people where the 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 equal the money can't be justice for us. Got to be programs, got to be something else, and then those programs get challenged, and the Supreme Court goes, yeah, it's racist against white people. So yeah, that's why it's a Jakarta for me as well. Yeah, yeah, and like I said, and, and I do get it, and I understand, but 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 my, I mean, you say how you feel, you don't have to change how you feel. I don't have, I don't agree, but that doesn't okay. mean anything. I, no, 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 no. Like I said, I under, I do understand the purpose of the studies, but I, in my mind, I'm like, you're wasting my time. Yeah, uh, yeah, I get, I had those feelings too. I just, like I said, I. I would rather them do them, but I have the same misgivings of like, it feels like a waste of time when we know we're going to get to a certain page and they're going to be like, eh, nah. All right, let's keep it mad. Let's do one more. <laughs> keep it mad. <laughs> the nation's largest credit union rejected more than half its black conventional mortgage applicants. And that credit union is Navy Federal Credit Union. Credit Union. That shit been posted everywhere. Ain't that what Grunt be promoting? It lends to military service members and veterans. Approved, it approved more than 75% of white borrowers who applied for a new conventional home purchase mortgage in 2022, according to the most recent data available from the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. But less than 50% of black borrowers who applied for the same type of loan were approved. While many banks also approved white applicants at higher rates than black borrowers, the nearly 29 percentage point gap in Navy Federal's approval rates was the widest of any of the 50 lenders that are originated the most mortgages last year god damn the disparity even remains among white and black applicants who had similar incomes and debt to income ratios notably navy federal approved a slightly higher percentage of applicants from white borrowers making less than sixty-two thousand dollars a year than it did of black borrowers making a hundred and forty thousand dollars or more wow a deeper statistical analysis performed by CNN found that black applicants to Navy Federal were more than twice as likely to be denied as white applicants, even when more than a dozen different variables, including income, debt to income ratio, property value, down payment, mortgage and neighborhood characteristics were the same. The Virginia based Navy Federal, which was originally founded in 1933 to serve Navy employees, is now open to all members of the armed forces, Department of Defense personnel, veterans and their relatives. It has about 13 million members and more than one hundred sixty five billion dollars in assets. Um, and that's very important because, one, the military is a way out for many black and brown people in America. Mm-hmm. Um it's not necessarily that patriotic and and all this gung ho shit about America and military. It's just like I just would like to get into a career and not have to owe student loans, right? You know? And the, and the, the army and the navy and stuff they offer really great programs like that. But because it's heavily weighted for black and brown people, it's even crazier to think that this would skew black and brown. Have more heavily the people that are allowed to apply for accounts to even be in the Navy Federal Credit Union. And you're still denying more black people at a higher rate than you would white people. That's wild. Ooh. Yeah, and if I was somebody that had a account with them, I would be like, yeah, dog, I think I might close this bitch because the fuck is this? Like, and if I was somebody that got goddamn denied too, like I applied for something and y'all had to fucking go to tell me no. Uh, of course, they put out a statement basically saying like, oh, nah, we committed to equal lending Mm-mm. prices. Don't believe you. And um, they also said that CNN's analysis does not 
accurately reflect our practices. Don't believe you. And they scared and niggas going to pull their money out them goddamn accounts. Like, right. you know, I don't know at what rate, but you're going to have a percentage of people that's go fuck that and fuck you. And they're going to take their money somewhere else. They also declined to release any additional data that they claim would show that there's not bias. Like uh, credit score, available cash deposits and relationship history with lender. But they said they're not putting it out there so people can judge. Of course not. Um, because I don't think they can prove it. So they're like, no, nah, we're not putting the shit out there and making it worse. In addition, most of their applications that were denied are listed as being rejected for reasons other than credit history. By some measures, Navy Federal has been successful at lending to minority borrowers. A fourth of its conventional mortgage applicants are black, and about 18% of the conventional loans it originate, originated went to black borrowers, a larger portion than almost any other lender. But because of the large racial disparity in Navy Federal's approval rates, even though more black borrowers are applying for conventional mortgage loans from the credit union, most of them are getting denied. Uh, experts in mortgage lending and advocates for fair housing said that the racial gaps in neighbor federal's approval rates were surprisingly large and raised questions about the institution's lending practices. Right. And if anything else, not trying to find it, the federal government ought to fucking step in because your whole thing is I, I, as a normal civilian, can't even get a fucking account there. So, you know, the federal government ever like, what the fuck is y'all doing over here? Right. Um. So, yeah, it's... This is interesting. <laughs> Another, you know, more bullshit. Mm-hmm. Zero to 100. Oh, this this gets a, 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 a Jakaris. Three Jakaris is in a row. Yes. Uh, this one gets. We a, finally did it, y'all. <laughs> yeah, yes. This one gets a, a, a Jakaris because it's just very, very frustrating to, you know, to look at and, and see. I guarantee you there are a lot of black and brown people that got denied and now they know why. And, you know, they tell you all this bullshit and then, you know, you know how you got that, have that, that tingling, like something ain't right. I don't know why something ain't right. And then a lot of times they go somewhere else and not trying funny, might get approved at a higher percentage rate and be like, well, then why y'all motherfuckers couldn't approve me then? I came and, to y'all first. And it's one of those things you can't really prove right by yourself. It takes somebody right. like Take this, a study. the EPA or somebody or whatever, like, agency to come back and be like, oh, so we got all the numbers from everybody, and damn, y'all are really fucking black people up. You know, we looked at these numbers. God damn! Thanks, Noob Noob. It was a lot, you know? So, yeah, I, I, I give it a Jakaris. Three Jakaris is in a row. This is mm-hmm. an all Jakaris episode. All Jakaris. I don't know if we've done this one in a while. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> Talking about, did you chat? This is really fucking with us. Yeah, it's been a while since we had one of these bad boys. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. I don't want to do anything else. I don't want to leave y'all feeling all down and angry. <laughs> so I, I, I don't think that's right. So uh, I say we do a little bit of guess the race. That way we're all being racist together. And we can all, like, laugh about it later and be like, yeah, we, you know, we all racist. It's, it's fine. Uh, so let me pull out the guess the race music. What? It's time to guess the race. 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 A man who accidentally plowed into President Biden's convoy charged with DUI. What? 
a Wilmington man who plowed into President Biden's convoy has been charged with a DUI. Cops say he did it accidentally. The 46-year-old driver who smashed into President Biden's convoy in Wilmington, Delaware, on December 17th has been charged with driving under the influence. James Cooper smashed into a SUV that was part of the president's motorcade. The car, a beige Ford, then tried to continue into a closed-off intersection. Before You tried to hit and run the goddamn president? Ooh, the audacity. Yeah, child, they got helicopters. You they go find you. That's the problem with with driving drunk is that it impairs your decision making too. Mm-hmm. It's not just your ability to operate the motor vehicle, but you be thinking like, all right, I just play, I just nipped it a little bit. I play it cool. They probably won't send the Secret Service after me. <laughs> in the reality, you don't fuck shit up. I wonder who that was in that was that Lady Gaga or something? I felt the car move. What did I I think I hit a rock. Uh, while he was released from custody shortly after the incident, he was issued a summons to appear in court. Later, the president, who saw the crash unfold, was rushed into an armored vehicle. Uh, reporters who were que- who were questioning Biden minutes ago were also quickly rounded up by staff to join the motorcade as it departed. They're evacuating. You guys got to go because they thought this could be like some, you know, some mega terrorist shit. You never fucking know. People are fucking lunatics. Following our investigation, women and police have determined this is an accidental collision. And have charged the driver for of striking the vehicle, forty six year old Wilmington man. Um, Biden and First Lady Jill Biden were leaving campaign headquarters where they had just enjoyed a spaghetti dinner with their team. Both of them were unharmed. So last year, a similar case occurred when a small private airplane mistakenly entered restricted airspace near his vacation home. Um, prompting a brief evacuation of the president and the face lady. The Secret Service said the plane was immediately escorted from restricted airspace after mistakenly entering a secluded area. All right, Karen. Guess the race of this driver, James Cooper. Oh, white. Karen's going with white. Because they are they alive. Okay, you think they would immediately shot a black man? Woo! President don't need that in uh, running for re-election. It'd have been a bad look. Uh, all right, boys will be boys white. Let me check your license. White, the audacity of Caucasity. Whiter than the house. White audacity. He didn't have insurance. Black. Expected to be announced as Trump's running mate. White. Didn't Ooh. say, didn't die by Secret Service. Hand white. White crime. Drunk off Bud Light and freedom. <laughs> white. <laughs> oh, man. Gotta let it go, white. Uh, white boy wasted white. The correct answer is black. Say you gotta wait, professional. I'm you gotta so wait till the song. This, <laughs> professional. Wait till it stops playing. What were you saying? The audacity for for a nigga to be for a nigga to do a hit and run. His hands, the, the way he got his hands up is sending me. Like he he got his hands like that is how I had my hands up when I got pulled over uh, working from Wendy's. But yeah, he was black. One person did get it right, but I just they probably just saw the article because nobody should have got that. <laughs> I did give you a golf clap. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to the next one. Um, I don't mind getting that one wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take L for the team. Family purchases $10,000 in gift cards for Disney vacation only to realize they're actually Disney, for Disney Plus. What? They got Disney Plus for the, for the rest of their life? <laughs> the fuck is this? 
I think we just found the budget for cat for uh, Loki three. <laughs> they got it. <laughs> oh well, no! What? <laughs> you showed up and I was like, "No, ma'am, this is Disney Plus, not Disney World, nor Disneyland, not Disney Tokyo." Right. Oh, and ah! then the they they have a TikTok, but it's just uh, it's all. That's my lady. Oh no! Yeah, in twenty twenty. Oh, yeah. It's just the story of, of what they did. So yeah, I'll just read it. Um, <laughs> so apparently they they had a big trip that was originally scheduled for twenty twenty. Then uh, all sixteen of the family members were going to save some money. My parents bought ten k of Disney gift cards to purchase our tickets and restaurant reservations. I went home this weekend. They were having problems loading the gift cards correctly and cash purchasing the tickets. They then showed the physical gift cards and revealed they're all for Disney Plus, Disney streaming service, and not for the related related to the theme park. Who grandma did they allow y'all? Why don't y'all let somebody's kid do this? Somebody's grandma up there. Going and buying the shit. It said Disney, but baby, I don't, I don't. It got a plus. Last time I checked, Disney have a plus. It say Disney, buy it. But this is a lot of money. Do do we need to call Jim? We don't need to call Jim. Jim think he know everything. I guarantee you that the who had, the parents had a conversation and went kind of like that, and they bought them shits anyway and found out. Not everybody got Disney Plus for the rest of their lives. Maybe she thought the plus meant and. And she was like, it's Disney and you can go to restaurants and you can <laughs> yes! do the rides. We get to do everything. We They were like, we're going to get the fast pass. Like, we're going to be skipping the lines. Ain't that what, ain't that what the baby said they want to do to skip the lines? They should have known something was wrong. Did they not go to Disney? You know you can go to Disney.com and go to about Disney World. Mickey Mouse would have been on there and everything. You should have known something wrong when the page was blue and you ain't seen no Disney, Goofy, Donald. I don't went to the page before. You'd have seen something. No Snow White? Come on. We leave in six days and the parks are selling out of tickets because it's Christmas. My mom is distraught. Dad frustrated. And the kids worried we won't get into Disney, she shared. Uh, things developed quickly as the TikTok and her follow-ups answering questions she was getting for commenters went viral overnight. She clarified the mix-up happened in part because the parents don't use streaming services and were unaware that there was a difference. It was an honest mistake. I told you. I t- <laughs> <laughs> That's the conversation that happened. Somebody, grandma was out there trying to buy shit, didn't know what the fuck they was buying. Should have asked their kids or their great-grandkids, is this correct? Instead of confirming, they just buying shit. <laughs> That 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 about sound like that speed. Instead of doing what you always do, ask the kids about the tickety talk. You decide to branch out on your own and fucked it up for the family. Furthermore, since the couple was trying to input the gift cards on Disney's gift card website, the numbers were already scratched off the back, which made them ineligible for return. <gasps> People chimed in with different for different ideas on how to remedy the issue and the overwhelming amounts. Andy also learned that her family wasn't the only one this had happened to. What? Uh, less than 24 hours after the first TikTok, the situation was posted. Andy was able to find a resolution. Disney reached out to the family, was able to return the $10,000 of Disney streaming gift cards and turn it into $10,000 of Disney 
Get Park gift cards. Oh. They're now looking forward to enjoying their long-awaited trip and cherishing the moments together. Speaking with people about the experience, Andy expressed her gratitude for everyone involved in handling the situation. I'm so glad we were able to get it resolved, especially for my parents' sake. It was also good to hear that my parents are not the only ones that have experienced this. I received many messages and comments from people telling me that they or someone they know have had similar experiences. I hope that this story makes more people aware of the card difference so no one else experiences this. Oh, I'm glad they did step in because mm-hmm. yeah, I could see that being just stressful for everybody. You mad because you realizing the shit not working. You're confused. Somebody tell you it ain't what you thought it was. So now you feel bad because you're like, oh, I don't fucked up everybody's holiday now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was doing. You know, I couldn't imagine the stress. So I'm glad that they stepped in. And and and, and for them, they're like, hey, dog, the money's spent. So, yeah, we're just going to transfer from one account to the other account as far as Disney's concerned. So guess the race. Well, it's also just great PR for Disney. Yes, it is. Um, guess the race. White. What Karen, were the names again? Andy Costin is the name of the person that did the TikTok. Oh, white. I, I had the rest of the names. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, white says, Karen, let's check the chat room, see what they believe. Uh, they laughed it off and spoke to a manager white they have disney plus for several generations snow white did not read the directions for disney and white disney would have made the blacks eat the charge white doofus ass white people asian says nerdy the sensei white very white the correct answer is white One person did say Asian. Now her face is a mess. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I know it had to be so frustrating, you know, and on top of that, you go, oh, y'all spent all this money, and you just, you, your stress is for them, because, you know, like they say, everybody came into town. I'm pretty sure everybody was probably scattered all across the country, Coming into the town, looking looking forward to a trip, and and Grandma and Pop Pop <laughs> spent their money wrong. Yeah, I mostly would have felt bad for the. Um, I think I mostly would have felt bad for the um, kids. Right, because like the kids, it's not the kids' fault that you know the fucking <laughs> you know that this shit happened. I like oh. Man, that would suck. Um, it's like it's a sound like this is a common thing. I bet you everybody they talk to is probably older people, right? Um, and Disney will just write it off as another reason to cancel a TV show. They'll be like, uh, that's why we had to get rid of Willow. People was getting the wrong gift cards. Oh no! Uh, Santa Claus in quotes collared okay. for dog killing. Oh, a man who a witness said resembled Santa Claus shot a dog to death. <gasps> I shot a dog. And wounded another K9. Damn shame what they did to that dog. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't help it, (laughs) y'all. And uh, wounded another K9 near his Florida residence, according to cops who seized the suspect's rifle and charged him with several felonies. Investigators allege that Joseph Seal, 61, fired on the animals Tuesday afternoon about a block from his Fort Pierce residence. Police found the dead dog surrounded in a pool of droplets and droplets of blood, while the second dog suffering from a through and through wound was discovered hiding in an abandoned house. Oh, what that mean? All the way it went. It just went straight through. Sometimes oh. they say that's better than than, than it just sitting. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, cops were found four 22 caliber shell casings at the scene of the shooting. Witnesses stated that an man who looked a lot like Santa Claus emerged from a wooded area and shot at the dogs. Oh, shit. Um, does not say whether someone owned the dogs or whether they were strays. A man Santa who couldn't reported, afford no elves. I mean, the fuck is this? A man who reported uh, hearing multiple shots said the rifle-toting man uh, Seal is what's his first name? Joseph Seal. Seal uh, had declared he was going to take care of business. How's this taking care of business? Killing dogs? I guess standing, police. What they call it? Standing up in business. Standing business. Standing on business. <laughs> Fucking that all the way up. Uh, they said he had called nine one one last last month. A guy named Joe, associated with his residence, so probably him. Uh, and he threatened to shoot and kill the dogs last month. Uh, so he was uh, arrested on multiple charges: animal cruelty, the use of a firearm during the commission of a felony, and he's being held in St. Lucie County Jail in lieu of eighteen thousand two hundred and fifty. Dollars bond and the motive for the shooting is unclear. He spoke to the police after being read his rights, but his post arrest statements have been redacted from the affidavit, which notes that he cooperated with police and escorted a deputy into his residence so that the rifle could be confiscated. So there you go, Karen. Guess the race, Mr. Joseph Seal. White. Karen's going with white for this one. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let's see. I gotta wait on y'all to guess the race on this one, but yeah, I feel like look like Santa Claus does a lot, you know, depending on where you live in your neighborhood, you know. Now that's true. Uh, I guess he was taking care of business and working overtime, white and working overtime. Serial shooter, white. This sounds like a senile white man. Santa's got a gun, white. Santa's got a gun. Uh, Fort Pierce, that's a nigga. Damn shame what he did to that dog, white. Coming to your town with the Second Amendment, white. Uh, bad Santa, white. I guess those dogs are on the naughty list. Uh, I mean, damn, he could have just gave him a cold bone. You had to do all this. A cold bone? I get it. Um, the correct answer is white. Uh, I think one person missed it. Oh, wait, no, nobody missed it. Mm -mm. Someone said the dogs were black, but that's probably right, too. <laughs> Why the hell are you shooting dogs? Right, coming out of the woods. Calling 911 to say you're going to shoot some dogs. Man, you just wanted to shoot some dogs. Right. They don't, don't put nobody, oh, if 911 would have came out last month, and then what? You would still shot them dogs. Mm -hmm. All right, let's go to the last thing so we can wrap it up, sword ratchetness. <laughs> In a case of shocking brutality in broad daylight um, that came to fore from a village called Murbad Toluca, some 75 kilometers from Mumbai in the neighboring Thane district, 
A man's hands were chopped off with a sword allegedly by a former chairman of Murbad Pankayak Simati um, and two of his associates on Friday afternoon over some enmity that had been brewing between the two parties. Oh, shit. Yeah. One of the two associates had been arrested while the other accomplice and former chairman, the key accused, uh, are wanted by the police. The man who lost his upper limbs, Sochil Bohir, uh, a boy uh, has been admitted to the hospital's condition is serious. He was employed as a bouncer before he quit his job with the key accused, uh, Shrink, uh, Shrikant Dumal. The two used to live in the same village. The man whose hands were chopped off in the Murbai Toluca Friday used to work as a bouncer along with the. Oh, wait, he said that. Um, the same difference of opinion, some difference of opinion has made the victim quit the job with the former chairman of the Panchayat Samati, uh, who has not, who was not happy with the decision, uh, adding that the two had a dispute over the issue. So they, they had a disagreement. The one dude quit. And then the other guy was like, give me a sword. I'm gonna chop off his hands. Well, damn. You want to quit? Well, here's your severance package. Not on my watch, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's too much manual labor. Now, look, y'all will have to look up the Latin. <laughs> y'all got to look up the Latin roots of manual. But trust me, it's funny. I, that was very smart what I just said. Uh, on Friday afternoon, Bohir was on his way to his uh, former house in the village for some work when Dumas learned about his presence in the neighborhood. Police say that he and his associates got into a car and they waylaid Bohir's vehicle uh, on the on the damn road. Uh, damn is in D-A-M. They caught hold of him and repeatedly attacked him with a sword, severing both hands, left him there in the road, and left the place. That's God gangster. God damn. damn. <laughs> God Thanks, noob noob. As he lay writhing in pain, passes passes by helped him. One of them shot a video of the man's plight and put on the vi- video on social media. Gotta do what you gotta do for clout. I get it. Apparently so. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, it's your boy. Uh, police inspector Prasad Pandhari of Man Manpada police station where a criminal offense was now being registered said that they have arrested Nitin Dumal, who is the one who used the sword to cut off the hands. Adding that a manhunt has been launched for the other two men. Mm, more like a hand hunt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back next time. Until next time, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. <laughs>